Hello, Floridians, and all other people listening to this podcast with ears, including dogs and cats and children, because dogs and cats and children, they're people too. I'm your host, Peter Murphy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Florida Versus. Today, my guest is Melissa Schumann. You may know her from the girl group Dream. She's a TRL era legend, a girl group legend, a very talented singer and reluctant dancer. <laughs> uh, before we get into what we chat about, I want to give a special shout out to everybody supporting this podcast, namely Peter, Lindsay, Susie, Dawn, Justin, Collier, Kelvin, Gina, and Mike. Really appreciate everybody's support. If you would like to be a supporter just like those people, go to the details in this episode, click on the link to support this podcast. And if I reached out to you and said, hey, you got some mail coming your way. That mail is in the mail. It's not just in the mail. It's in the mail, in the mail, on its way to you. We've got custom podcast tote bags and stickers headed your way. So thanks, everybody, for the support. Today, I chat with Melissa Schumann, who I met long after her girl group career. We chat a little bit about that. We chat about being on TRL. We chat about her Florida tour days when she would visit Florida, what she would be looking forward to, which is exciting. And she's a resident of San Clemente, the OC. It's where she grew up and became interested in performing. We talk about Laguna Beach and the real OC. I confuse those TV shows for one another. Sorry, Lauren Conrad and Peter Gallagher. To me, you all look the same. (laughs) It's a fun episode. We even talk about the airport a little bit. I really appreciate you guys listening. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Melissa Schumann. So, you know, just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything else. Here, here it is. Me and Melissa Schumann chopping it up on the Florida Versus podcast. Here we go. Melissa Schumann's on the show. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, thank you. I wrote that just for you. Floridians, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Florida Versus. Today, my guest, the lovely, talented, hardworking singer, songwriter, performer, advocate, mom, wife, the list goes on and on. Celebrity, Melissa Schumann. Woo! Thanks for having me, Peter. Melissa, I am, I'm so excited to have you on the program. Thank you so much for making the time. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. Now, Melissa, before we get into anything, uh, I, I want to open it up to plugs. So what can we, what can we drive listeners to check out that, uh, that you want to plug uh, at the top of the episode here. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I stream actually on a platform similar to Twitch called dlive.tv. Nice. And uh, so I actually stream right now about two two days a week, which would be about like a Tuesday or Friday. I do some bad gaming because I, I really... I really suck at gaming. So I, <laughs> I, I let people basically laugh at me at my expense. And then I also do like trivia on Tuesdays and sometimes like a cooking stream. That's oh. hard stuff. Yeah. And then I just recently um, actually just launched my, look, there's my cat. I know. Cat. Well, <laughs> Sorry. 
for anyone <laughs> for anyone watching on YouTube, they'll see they'll see like a <laughs> anybody listening, they're not gonna get this, but as you were just saying that, to completely undercut what you're saying, there is a, a very sweet, like very slow walking cat in the background. And in fact, it was walking so slow against the wall that I thought at first I was like, is that a is that like a huge mouse? <laughs> It looked like it hadn't been there where most cats kind of act like they own the place. Oh, well, you know what? Thumper, she is a, um, she's a Manx cat. So oh. you probably noticed she didn't, doesn't have a tail. So oh, wow. she's going to want to jump up on my lap soon. But <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. So dlive.tv, what's, uh, what, what's the, your streaming name or how can people find your channel? Yeah, it's just dlive.tv slash the Melissa Schumann. I hate the fact that it's the Melissa Schumann, but it's really the reason why that is is because I forgot how to log into Melissa Schumann. <laughs> so I created a second one. Well, there's only, I mean, you know what? In, in every other case, there's only one Melissa Schumann. Yeah, and, there we uh, go. So, so wait, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of bad games are you playing? Are you playing like the Fall Guys? Are you playing... What, what are you playing? Fall guys, but I do mostly Fortnite. Oh I wow! The Hot Mess Express. <laughs> um, and I'm just, I'm terrible at it. My son, he's he's ten. He's, mm -hmm. he's going to be a gamer. Oh boy! He is, he's a sweaty kid. <laughs> and, um, that's a thing. I don't know. Did you know that that's the thing, Peter? The sweaty I know, kid. I know that when I play games, you know, may, you know, maybe we, us talking about it on the podcast will help others. But when I play games, my hands are always sweating. I can barely hold on to the okay. controller. It, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Or does that just happen to your entire your son's entire body? No, no, no. It's it's a legit like br a bragging title that these kids have now. Like if if the kids like are they're called sweat. <laughs> no way. <laughs> maybe it's because their hands are sweaty. I don't I don't know. But yeah, sweaty kid is actually considered to be like bragging rights wow i'm a sweaty kid yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure all the cute girls i went to school with referred to me as a sweaty kid but it wasn't okay. a, it wasn't a good thing back then i know so what kind, what uh what skins do you use or what how do you dress your character on the oh uh, my god i love it uh, i i like anything that has to like a universe theme oh whoa like yeah. a galaxy like a gal galaxy galaxy anything that looks like a galaxy i i bought one scary skin oh okay but i like anything that looks like a, a galaxy okay hey i dig that that <laughs> sounds fun i you know i've outside of gaming i've considered I, i've seen these ads a million times the projection of the galaxy on your ceiling have yes. you seen those yes my son has one do you do you like it i love it uh, does he I like it? it? He loves it. Okay. I wish I had it in my bedroom. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh man, good, Peter. I could I could see that for you. You could, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah. That'd be a good good thing for me. Uh, all right. Well, fun. Well, that's exciting. Uh, my man, my, my I'm not a big gamer, so I'll have to tune okay. in and and I'll have to tune in and see. Uh, somebody do worse than me, which is kind of what it sounds like. Oh, that I guarantee, I guarantee you, that's what you will find in me. <laughs> also, the fact that I typically drink wine while I'm playing. Oh, perfect. Certainly doesn't help with my aim <laughs> um, or finding the right button. I cannot build for the life of me. Okay. And um, yeah, it's just people laugh at me and I'm okay with that. So. Um <laughs> 
You know what? I'm happy for you. I've, you. I have, for as long as I've known you, I've been laughing, I'd say with you, uh, yeah. because we, we were, uh, we, we've done, we met at the Groundlings, I think, and we yeah. performed in a Comedy Central stage show yeah. with our yeah. friend Ben, who makes chocolate. Yep. Ah, Ben with the chocolate. Yes. Ben's a very interesting guy. But uh, but before that, you know, obviously people would know you from being in the mega super girl group dream. Oh, you're Uh, too calm. And and even before that, before we get into more of those details, you come coming straight out of the OC, San Clemente. Ah. So. I uh can I believe it? Yeah, I can. Uh, I know. I look like I would come from the OC. I know. You know what? You you know, that's that's interesting. I I, I would have probably guessed that, but I just remembered that uh, your husband was was he featured in? Just speaking of the OC and like Disney, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he featured as like a hot dad of Disney? Oh my God! How do you remember that? Yes. He yeah. was snapped at Disneyland for, what is it, Dilfs of Disneyland? <laughs> the Dilfs of Disneyland. I gave him so much shit for years. I would like oh, introduce hey. him, like, this is my husband. He's a Dilf, a Dilf of Disneyland. Oh, and they'd wow. be like, what does that mean? And then I would happily <laughs> break down that acronym. This is my trophy husband. Uh... Yes. And would that go to his head? Would he just be pushing around the uh, the stroller long after your son was over? No, it? it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. And he wasn't even like our son was probably around four or five, so he was no stroller. They they caught him walking out of whatever that water ride is with the rafts and stuff, and the, the ladies were like, "Yes, sign me yeah. up. Yes, check that. Check the ring finger." <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like it sounds to me like this is like he was like some type of James Bond babe. He's he's walking out of a soaking wet ride. It, you know, he's climbing up those steps. People are taking pictures on their phones of him. Uh, were yeah. you with him there? Like does he have to be no, supervised or what? I was not there. But <laughs> let me tell you the ladies appreciated that. I probably would have spoiled the the fantasy <laughs> there's his wife or his baby mama so. <laughs> well props to you you nabbed uh you nabbed a hot one good for uh, you uh so that's all to say that you know you are uh, you have participated in the activities around the oc disneyland's yes. down there uh mm-hmm. what for you growing up in orange county like what was that like for you uh as a kid and when did you when did you get into performing ah so uh, we moved to San Clemente. So I, I, I was born in Riverside. Okay. Like the opposite of San Clemente. Right. Um, so you want to make sure you get some street cred. Yeah, I get you. Oh, no, well, it's just that it's completely different. I, I don't, it's, it's hotter than shit. It smells like shit. And <laughs> there's bugs everywhere. And so I hated that place. So we lived there up until I was about four. And then we moved to San Clemente. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, I don't know that, that in elementary school, the kids, I don't know how the kids were in Florida. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after I, after I hear your version, yeah, yeah, yeah. how are the kids in elementary school? You know, I feel like for the, and cause I'm actually writing my memoir right now. And I was kind mm. of like going through that period of my life. And I was like, wow, I was kind of fucked up. <laughs> <The> kids, 
But the kids were very, um, I, I felt like they were just very grown. Like they knew too much mm. about stuff. Like I want to say around like fifth or sixth grade, like people were talking about like filling each other up and Ew. people would write crap all over the, um, like the bathroom stalls of like who was doing what to who, or it was like oh, a boy. giant burn book in our oh, my stall. God. Yeah. So for me, you, you know, talking about that age, fifth and sixth grade yeah. there, I was, I was very out of the loop, but I remember starting around fifth grade, there were these like boy girl sleepover parties. Really? That sounds like Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, they were all hooking up and smoking weed. See, that's what I'm saying. This is elementary school. I know. Uh, and I'm, you know, I sound outraged, but I'm just upset I wasn't invited. <laughs> I think, but though I think my, my life path would have, been, would have met a different trajectory. I would have definitely been selling, selling real estate somewhere on the East um, Coast of Florida uh-huh. uh, at this point in my life. But yeah, that was, that was not uncommon. And I remember this one girl, um, let's just call her Christina. Okay. She, sat, she sat in front of me at the bus. Because remember, even though everybody was hooking up and smoking weed, we were still uh-huh. riding the bus to school because it was fifth and sixth grade. But she, but I was like, you know, this like hyper kid and, you know, I played soccer, I played sports and I was like, you know, kind of like a class clown type. And I felt like everything was a performance and uh, I was just like super hyperactive. And she was like, you got to come to one of these parties, Peter. Like I would, I bet you'd be really cool on weed. (laughs) Oh my God. You'd be cool (laughs) on weed. And also, you know, to remember this era, she's got bleach blonde hair, like white M&M style hair. And she was inspired. Every outfit that she wore was inspired by Baby Spice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a real visual. That's what's happening. And and she ran with a a Spice Girls crew. So they all picked their identities based on one of the Spice Girls. (laughs) I mean, there's only five categories for women or girls. (laughs) You're either a scary, a ginger, a baby. Exactly. You're one of five. And if you're not one of them, you're not a girl. So I get that. (laughs) I have a story. This is messed up. It's it's dark. You know, I have a dark sense of humor and I think you do too. That's what I love about you. Yeah. (laughs) So I have this, okay, in the fifth grade, I don't know if you had like boyfriend, girlfriends, but you never spoke to one another in elementary school. Like, yeah. we're together, but we don't ever talk or maybe it was different in Florida. I, I relate to this too much. In fact, I can't, okay. Yeah, Brianne Banger. Anyhow, that was okay. her name. Okay. But yeah, go ahead. So I was, I was, I guess, boyfriend, girlfriend with a sixth grade boy, but I never talked. We never spoke. We never, <laughs> I was in my little three trio girl click and then he was in his little trio boy click yeah. and one day his friend walks over to me and says chris is breaking up with you oh, and no. i'm like what hey <laughs> and he's like because you're a carpenter's dream <laughs> a carpenter's dream a carpenter's dream and i was like what is that and he like walked away like he burned me bad and yeah. i was like asking my girlfriends, I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, it means you have no boobs. You're as flat as a board. <laughs> oh, no. I was in the fifth grade. Okay. Fast forward, Peter. 
fast forward, I'm now in dream. This yeah. same kid, not the kid who, who said, not the friend, right. but the kid who was my boyfriend actually threatened to kill me. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Yes. He, I was he, on tour and my mom had to call the police because he had threatened to kill me. No way. How? How did he, how did he get in contact with you? Did he like email I, you? Did he text you? If he didn't email, I don't think it was an email. I don't know how he did it. I need to ask my mom. But I just remember being on the phone with my mom and I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I have the sheriff here. They're checking the computer. <laughs> remember that kid? I'm not going to say his name. She's like, yeah, uh, he threatened to kill you because you're now famous and in, a, in, in the group. <laughs> well, what? dude, my first reaction would have been, hey, dude, you dumped me. <laughs> Through your little pipsqueak friend. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's some weird. People are weird. So yeah, that's my uh <sighs> what was this fifth grade? Fifth grade. I was in the fifth grade. He was a sixth grader. Right. Oh well, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it felt pretty cool. Even though uh, I didn't I didn't know him. <laughs> I I dated this girl named Brienne. <clears throat> and there was there were multiple Briannes. I think there were at least four Briannes in my elementary school. And Brienne a ended up popular name. It Brienne, was Brianna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's fun. I don't think I don't interact with too many Briannes outside of the strip club these days. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but in the strip club, there's you know so many Briannes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there were like four Briannes, and so there was Brienne B, C, and then you know the the other Briannes had their last initial. And anyhow, Brienne ended up becoming my first kiss. But this is this is a story about how mature we all thought we were. Uh -huh. Somewhere, somewhere in a, I ended up dating Brienne in fifth grade, and by then she had already uh, had her pick of the litter of all the guys. Okay. So so she had she had dated whoever she wanted throughout elementary school. In fact, this school, I love it. <laughs> in fact, there's this kid, there's this, there are these two kids. And like, let me tell you, when I say they were the coolest kids, they were the coolest kids imaginable. Uh, AJ, AJ Dundee and Ian Gatewood. How do you like these names? Wow. So, right. Great names. Great. AJ looked like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay. From the haircut down, JTT. Okay. Doesn't do it for you. Fine. Okay. Uh, Ian <laughs> Ian Gatewood, he would, and, and, and AJ just had, he, he, he was this anomaly of a guy that didn't have an older brother, but knew all the cool stuff, like knew about everything that was cool. And he was like, tell us about weird, like, you know, made up sex jokes and like weird okay. stuff. And he introduced okay. us to all this stuff. And then Ian was just kind of just like very chill, very laid back stoner before we knew what a stoner was. And okay. he was, he was the first kid in my school to draw the S. The Stussy or Stussy or whatever it is. Whatever the S is, S. Yeah. Stussy. Isn't it like Stussy, Stussy, something it's like something that? It's something like that. Yeah, it's that S that everyone draws yes. on the, their body. I can still draw it. Can you still draw it? Uh, I No, I don't think I can. I'll, I'll try. It. I know. And so, <laughs> I dare you. And so, so Brianne takes Ian and AJ behind one of the portable classrooms, which was a trailer. Okay. And... I'm like, I, I'm close enough to hear what's happening. And this is like third or fourth grade. Oh and my. She, she takes her shirt off. Okay. <laughs> and Ian goes, wow. 
it'd be so much cooler if they were big, you know? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And I'm, you know, I have no sense of anything. I am in elementary school. I have no sense of this is a normal thing, the way maybe adults act. Yeah. No supervision. This is during school hours, not even after school. It's pretty crazy. Anyhow, fast forward to me and Brienne dating. Okay. <laughs> Where seemingly she was dating AJ and E at the same time and okay. some other period. But then uh, Brienne and I are dating in fifth grade and I snuck out of class. Or I, I asked to go to the bathroom and I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I just knew that Brienne was in the library. So I went to go see her and she was like, she was like, kiss me, kiss me. And I was like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I was such a loser. Oh my God. She's like, kiss me, come on. I was like, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> Just to give a little kiss. And then I, I go to leave and I open the door and she goes, if you don't kiss me right now, you're a chicken. And I go, oh, geez. Like I'm Marty McFly. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> and then, so I leaned in and I kissed her. And then I went back to class and I got in trouble for that. Weeks later, we we, we continue to have the same relationship that you're describing of, <laughs> Uh, you know, we dated, but we'd never talked to each other. Oh, yeah. Like, awesome. I, I may have called her on the, we may have talked on the phone once a week and we had no time to talk in school. And during a, a change of classrooms, because there would be one subject that we go to a different teacher for, she was talking to a friend and she just blurts out, I can't believe I'm dating Peter Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she was thrilled or that she was devastated? Devastated. Oh. Just absolutely devastated. Because she's oh. like, she's this wild kid that's like flashing boys <laughs> and just living on the edge. And then here I am afraid to give her a peck on the lips. Oh my God. And so, yeah, that didn't last very long, but Brienne's doing well. And, you know, she's. Do you, did you talk to her still? No, no. I just assume so. You're just on Instagram fans or anything like that? <laughs> I think we're we're Facebook friends. She's okay. She's tried to get me uh, to join her multi-level marketing program oh a few God. times. I love which one is it? It uh, this adds to the story. Okay. This adds to the legacy, but it's a it's a it's a sex toy subscription. Are you serious? I swear to God. Shut up. That I swear so on my life. Brand for her. Good for her. I'm really happy yeah, for her. On brand though, like. <laughs> The trajectory makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense to me out of all the MLMs. Yeah. What, what MLMs are you into? I, Arbon. I, I'm, in fact, I was just about to recruit you. Melissa, come on, dude. Get out of here. I'm serious. <laughs> what is it? Arbon? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> so your family goes from Riverside to San Clemente. Uh -huh. The kids are, uh, are acting like adults there, much like they are in, uh, in Florida. In Florida. I think, you know, I think it has something to do with being close to the equator. I, okay. I could be wrong, but who knows? <laughs> I have no idea. So you're in San Clemente and you're, you're close to Los Angeles. Is there a pipeline for performing or are there opportunities for children to perform uh, in San Clemente? And like, how did you get into singing and, and wow. everything like that? Well, I was a uh, nerd in school. I was not a popular girl in elementary school. I think, you know, even though I did nab uh, that future psycho that threatened to kill me. Right. <laughs> and, you, and you got yourself a DILF, so, you know. <laughs> Eventually, I upgraded to a DILF. 
Disney but Delph. A lot of psychos up until the Delph. I love it. Okay. So a lot of psychos. Um, <laughs> I bet. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I grew up loving musical theater. Which didn't help my coolness in school. Mm, yeah, I was not allowed to watch MTV. I didn't listen to the radio. I grew up listening to Annie, oh. a little a little Whitney Houston, yeah. and Mariah Carey. You know, just a real eclectic <laughs> mix. <bag. laughs> Nothing like Annie and Whitney Houston. You know. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Similarities, oh right? Um, but yeah, so I. I I just have been singing specifically since I was since as long as I could remember. And um, it was, gosh, like, when did it start? I, it actually started, I was a first grade. I did the talent show. Like I came oh. home to my mom in the first grade and I was like, I want to be in the talent show. And my mom's like scared shitless. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I would never do anything like that. And you're telling me I want to be in the talent show. Yeah. And um, that's where it kind of started. And then when I was, when I did the talent show, I guess the parents in the audience were like, Melissa can sing. Like, have you thought about getting her an agent? My mom's like, no. I'm just always saying. I've always been very talkative. So my mom, my mom has a dark sense of humor. So she's like, <laughs> always never shut up. Like, <laughs> she's always singing or talking or something. And um, so, yeah, so that's where it kind of started. And then, so my parents' solution, I guess, to finding me an agent was putting me in a beauty pageant. Oh, called- wow. Young American stars. They were really impressed that 75% of the decision was made on the talent and not the beauty. Okay. So, so that's where I got my first agent, Nancy wow. Chavez. Okay. And then I started like auditioning for like commercials, like a lot of Apple. Is it called Apple Jacks? Apple Jacks? Remember Apple Jacks? Yeah, the cereal. Yeah, it was big, big, big. If you got an Apple Jacks commercial when you were 10, man, you were famous. You had made it. Apple Jacks was a national commercial. You can re- retire on that. Oh, yeah. It was all about that Apple Jack commercial. But yeah. even before, you know, going to pageants or being, you know, thinking about agents, were yeah. there places to go sing? Because most people, when they grow up and they're singing, you know, they're doing it around the house, like you said, or they're yeah. doing it in church maybe. But like, were there, were there places, you know, I guess were there uh schools for that sort of thing for kids your age or was it like oh you have to find a coach and it's private coaching and you could only get to perform at these pageants or get to perform at talent shows and stuff like that yeah i was basically self-taught i did eventually get vocal like a vocal coach that's actually how i got in the group actually that's a whole nother story oh wow yeah random um but yeah i my parents really when i started my dad started taking me up to, cause they actually made me choose cause my singing was always like really my forte. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, Melissa, do you want to be like a singer and dancer? Or do you want to be a singer and an actor? Like you oh. can pick those two. Cause there was no place like really reputable at that time when in San Clemente in that area where you'd right. go and take a dance class. I wasn't really passionate at all about dancing, but mm-hmm. I really liked uh, improv. Oh, so cool. that's actually the first time I started. So I, I, was, I started studying with Chris Kyer, which taught all the Boy Meets World actors. Oh, wow. So that's what I would do on like Saturday mornings or whatever. My dad would drive me up to LA. That's where I kind of got my first taste of like, uh, you know, learning like scripts and, you know, mm-hmm. cold readings and improv. And 
and that sort of thing. Um, but no, like in regards to like singing, mm. no, it was just kind of came naturally. And then of course I, I had like a vocal coach because it was through Chris Kyer that I met Michael Sarter. Ooh. Um, yeah. And that's, that was like my, my vocal coach was Michael Sarter. The late wow. I mean, you said that all these kids were or are sort of acting grown up or, you know, grown up in one way or another, trying yeah. to act mature, posturing in certain ways is other than performing and like L.A. being so close by and it feels, you know, so it feels kind of attainable uh, yeah. to, you know, to be to, to get to Hollywood and stuff like that. What are, what were the interests of like other kids that were your friends, you know, because you, you, you didn't just have, you know, showbiz friends at that point. Oh, uh-huh. Like, like what do, what do most people who grow up in your area grow up to become, would you say? Um, well, I would say at that time, not what they were, I would say what they were really into at that time was, uh, they were into junior lifeguards. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool. Unless you had jumped off that pier, which was not my forte. That was never going to fucking happen. What okay. pier? It was the San Clemente Pier. It was part of like a summer program. You were like a junior lifeguard. Like I never, ever did it. Never, you know, but everybody else that I knew was a junior lifeguard. I was like a chicken, uh, like compared to like the kids in my, yeah. So they were oh. really into junior lifeguard stuff. And then in regards to like what they like, became later i don't know because when i left to be in the group mm-hmm. that was pretty much like my bon voyage Bye! <laughs> so i don't know i never really kept in contact with a lot of people yeah uh act, to parallel that what's happened you know to be a junior lifeguard in san clemente is in cape coral florida to be a lifeguard at sunsplash our little oh, mini really? our little it was our little mini uh theme park Okay, and, and it, it sprouted up in the '90s, and it, it still exists. But there was this boom in Florida of there's these big uh, amusement parks, and then you know each town's going to have to try and create their own sustainable uh, okay. version uh, of that. Version, yeah, exactly. Okay, <clears throat> and so this was Sunsplash, which is you know a, a water park, and there was a time where you know almost every other city in Florida was trying to have their own theme park so that, you know, these theme park junkies could say, I've been here, I've been here, I've been here. And so the kids they would hire at Sunsplash to protect everybody or, you know, okay. I don't know scoop out the, the Snickers bars from the lazy river. Yeah. Were, <laughs> were the, exactly. We're the cool high school kids. And uh, I, uh, and you know, they were lifeguards and they would hang out and uh, you know, hook up together and I was I was never a part of that either okay the regrets that I have I mean I spend I invested a lot of time playing soccer and okay that worked itself out I ended up playing division one soccer uh before I had to have shoulder surgery but the regrets I have are not being a sunsplash uh lifeguard would that would have sounded so much fun and uh getting more into theater and musical theater oh Uh, yeah, and you bringing that up, I was like, oh, I, I, I was totally, I wish I was aware enough to say, all right, I'm going to do more theater because my freshman year of high school, I was the lead in the one act, and then uh-huh. I just, it just sort of like fell, fell by the wayside. But uh, okay, but you but love, it. you love it. 
Um, I didn't know I loved it, but I did. Like, I enjoyed it, and it was weird to have uh, any sort of enjoyment coming from anything that wasn't soccer at that point. And so okay. I was like, oh, wow. I, I, you know, I'd always felt, oh, I wish I got into this when I was younger and younger, but I enjoyed it at the time. And then, you know, when you're, you know, when you're doing something all out, nonstop for like one goal, you yeah. know, relationships and other things sort of like fall away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you mentioned, you know, saying bon voyage to San Clemente. I want to get into this segment, uh, which airport? So the OC, you know, uh, you, you fly into LAX a lot, right? And then drive down? Pretty much. We have the Santa Ana Airport, which is okay. more expensive. Oh, it's just more expensive to be more expensive or what's going on there? There's just, pri are there private planes flying in there or what? I, there's gotta be. We also have the Long Beach airport now. Oh yeah. Back then we have, that's my airport of choice. Tell me about your airport. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your airport and you know, airport. <laughs> tell me about your airport and you know, when you're growing up, well, maybe not Long Beach, but uh, yeah. you know, when you're growing up one you know, what you remember about the airports uh, that you're going to? Well, I mean, the airports that they flew us out in the group was always LAX. But right. I mean, as I've gotten older, I mean, Long Beach is just a better airport in general. It looks nicer. It smells nicer. Oh, nice. More updated. You don't have to deal with the same traffic in regards to like, you know, people. It's less expensive too, I think, right? It sometimes can be. Yeah, I see. Yeah, sometimes I see rates, and uh, then it says flying out of Long Beach. I'm like, oh, it's gonna take me like an hour to drive from the east side of LA or, or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever time. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, so Long Beach Airport. That's what we fly into to go uh, visit you down in San Clemente. If you're I still there, I would say yeah about Long Beach or Santa yeah. Ana. But if you're, you know, if you have to go through LAX, I hate. I personally hate LAX. Really, what what makes you hate it? It's just, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. I can't, I can't, it's just so, I don't know. It's LAX. It's <laughs> nothing to brag home about. It just takes <laughs> forever to get in and it takes forever to get out. You yeah. know? Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I feel like you kind of love LAX. I don't I'm love LAX. Convincing you that LAX <laughs> is shit. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just such a homer. I'm just like, you know, this is what we got. You know, I got, okay. I'm, I'm not willing to go to bat for it because okay. the, the airport in my hometown, it's just, it's so, it's unnecessarily big. Uh, like, it does not, a, there's not a lot of runway space. I'd say maybe there's like two or three runways, but uh -oh. there's, the, there's enough space for like thousands and thousands of people to be bustling by. And in actuality, what there is, is a bunch of little grandmas on their, you know, on their scooters <laughs> uh -huh. or their walkers, you know, you know, shuffling to the gate. And it's just, it's, I've never seen it packed. I've, I, I only travel during the holidays when I have to. Okay. And it's just, it, it's, uh, it's a completely different experience from LAX. But yeah, LA, there's nothing great about LAX. I don't see a whole lot of old ladies on scooters in LAX. No. But I'm glad to hear that's happening in Florida. Yeah, in, so in Southwest Florida, RSW, Regional Southwest, that's what's happening. That's there. great. Though, I will say the one good thing about LAX is that if somebody offers to pick you up from LAX, mm -hmm. you know definitively that person is a friend of yours. 
That's true. That actually reminds me of a note that Karen from Groundlings told me. <laughs> oh, God, what'd she say? She told me after doing a scene, she goes, I can tell that you're the kind of person that I'd want to have pick me up at LAX because you'd be there right on time. <laughs> was, that, was that like a... Uh, uh, I don't think it was a, a compliment. <laughs> but what, what, what was she trying to say? Like, oh, your timing is great or... No, I think that I was regimented. I think it was the fact that I wasn't willing. I wasn't free. It was like, you know, I'm always trying to fix the scene or like not be the person who like, you know, messes this, you know, like be the character that like makes it worse. You know, I'm always like fixing it, I guess. Let me say it so nobody else has to say it. The, a lot of the people at Groundlings are really, they real like, they really like to take up this gatekeeper persona and uh -huh. they like to, <clears throat> they like to say these nonspecific notes so that people think they're Del Close and they're, you know, and it's just like, get out, get away from me. Like, just teach me the thing. There doesn't even need to be this many levels. You're just trying to squeeze more money out of us. And <clears throat> It's a good gig if you can get it. If it's it's a good job if you can get it, but it's not the type of person I want to be. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so, it. So you're flying everywhere. I, this is what I want to know. I want to get into the dream girl stuff, uh, uh, because because it's so fascinating. I mean, okay, looking, great. Oh. isn't it though? Like looking back on that part of your life, do you feel like like if you if you stumble across like a video you guys did or you hear a song, are you like? wow, who, like, do you look at that as a different person or are you like, wow, was I like that? Or, you know, what, what's your, what do you remember about that time and how do you oh, see God. yourself now? Um, God, that's a big loaded question. Um, I, I mean, it, I, I don't, it doesn't feel like not a part of me or something. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a big loaded question because there was so much stuff that happened during that time. Right. Um, you know, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. There's just so much. Can, so much you, there. can you bookend that period of your life? Cause you guys were recently on tour as well. Yeah, in 2016. 2016. Yeah. Would you say it started at, the, at one point and it ended at one point or was, did it ever really end, uh, and like, what did, was there a moment that marked the, the true end? Was that the reunion tour or no? That's the thing is, I don't know. Like, really? I, I would say it's done, <laughs> but I thought it was done when it was done the first time. So yeah. I, you know, for me, uh, I don't know. I have a hard time kind of like pinpointing exactly like where that still plays in my life. And I still kind of like struggle with it because... I was a teenager when I was yeah. in the group. So naturally I'm not that same person anymore. I mean, I mean, maybe you are the same teenage, you know, <laughs> teenager. I don't know. But for, you know, for me, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's like, yeah. I feel like dream, what I had to learn in the group, given the dynamics of it was I really was playing a persona in so many ways, a character. Right. Like I don't, think and when I go back and I even see like some of the ways that I was talking or the things that I would say and it was very very Britney and sure. but you know I can't be mad at my young self for doing that because I was just emulating what I saw and I didn't know like most teenagers like you don't really have a strong sense of self or at least I didn't in in regards to 
like who am who am I in for you know for the world so um so yeah like looking back on that I kind of struggle with it that's why I never talked about it like even when when we had met like I didn't go around saying I'm the girl from dream <laughs> right <laughs> well that's the thing bring it up and then I'd be like oh yeah that, yeah that's part of my past and stuff but I don't think I don't think it's so much a part of your personality and the person you are today, which is why I ask because yeah. anybody that was doing those things at that time, yeah, and you know, and they're still you know kind of around. They're either either clinging on to it or they don't want to talk about it at all. Yeah, I guess that's true. Very rarely do you find somebody who was so popular in that um, pop era yeah. that is just kind of like you guys want to talk about it? I don't know. I don't care. You know, like they, yeah. they have like a strong feeling either way about it. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think that's a good point that you say that you, you were playing this character, you know, like this like archetype uh, because that's kind of like what's asked of you, you know, at being look in a girl the, group. Look at the Spice Girls. Remember, you got five times. <laughs> All right, so there was four for me. So Holly was the lead singer. Couldn't take that one. Right. Uh, Diana was the dancer. Clearly, right. we just touched on that. I'm not the dancer. I can fake right. it. Though. Ashley was like the sporty Spice. Right. So I was like baby Spice. Or like at that time, Brittany was like, you know, we were a product. So naturally, right. I know, you know, like network studios, labels, it doesn't matter. They like, like, they don't like to risk. They don't right. like to be like, yeah, let's go out on a limb on that one. Let's fork out all this <laughs> money. No, they like to be like, oh, you know, oh, she looks like Britney. Yeah, no, I get that. But like, if, if there's a lane that hasn't been like, you know, I couldn't be like, oh yeah, I look like that type to you, but I'm really the opposite. That right, like right. the label, I'm so confused now. <laughs> so yeah, like for me, that was my role in the group. And um, was that you know, told to you that you were like the, what do you describe then? Like the goofy one, like the sil like the funny one. Oh, it was like the Britney one. I wore, I showed off my belly button. I was yeah. the, with the bigger. Oh, ironically, the one with the bigger boobs. <laughs> that's a that's your personality. <laughs> that's my personality. It's that's yeah. personality, guys. Belly button and boobs. So um, that's yeah, all you need. I absolutely hated it. I hated was that, it. And that was like kind of told, you were told, like, all right, this is your character, kind of. So, in so many ways, yeah. So many words, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, that's wild. And I mean, uh, obviously, you got to tour. I want to ask you about two really, two interesting things. Uh, what was it like being on TRL? Oh, it was awesome. It was like, honestly, like whatever picture you have in your head of what it would have been like, yeah. it's exactly how it was. Oh, dude, that studio. <laughs> cool. Just growing up in the, in the era that we did, like that studio in Times Square, the kids screaming, the energy. What do you remember about, uh, you know, when you were on TRL? Oh my gosh. Well, I can't even tell. I don't even remember how many times we were on TRL. Yeah. It was, it was many times. Yeah. It just felt like home. Wow. Um, it felt like the high school. Yeah. Everybody liked you. Like a pep rally, <laughs> like a high school pep rally. Yeah. Because oh. I, was, I wasn't used to that. Obviously like I was a nerd, like on all other facets of my life, like in a, like around other peers, right. They did not scream for me like that. 
but <laughs> no. URL, they did. And that felt really good. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool to go to the window and like, that was like the best thing to do was to go to the window and like wave to everybody that were like down the street. It was just that, that energy in the room was always super magnetic and it was just really cool to be around other kids your age that they yeah. like you all love the music. I mean, this, I know that I kind of touched a little bit on my persona, but right. I loved the music at that time. I loved yeah. what we were making. I loved the music of some of our other, you know, the artists that we were touring with and stuff. So it was, it was a really cool time. And there was many times I like could not believe that like I was where I was and, mm. you know, but um, yeah, it just, it just happened that way. So it's so cool that that feels like that, that, became a home base for you yeah Isn't that, like and yeah. those things those things don't exist anymore i know it's sad hey, I, you know i hate to i hate to say this because it makes me sound so old but there are no real um churches anymore and i don't mean that in a religious sense i mean that yeah. in like a home place, base yeah home base or a place you go or a place to tune in to find people that enjoy the same things that you like you know like yeah you meet somebody at a record store, you meet somebody at a library, you meet somebody yeah. at an arcade and, you know, COVID aside, those things are, you know, few and far between. And, you know, TRL, like, like, do you remember ever interacting with any other people that were on the show or any of the VJs that you really got along with? Not the VJs. No, uh, they were just off doing their own thing. Yeah. And, and again, we were minors. So like, there's definitely <laughs> Sure, sure. Something to kind of be said about that. So like, nice. no, I, I can't say. I mean, I remember, <laughs> I do remember Carson though, when yeah. we did the MTV Spring Break. And what? He, he was dating Tara Reid at Dude. the time. And it was before we went on to perform, I think it was He Loves You Not. And- um, Of course it was. Yeah, of course Carson was getting his hair and makeup done or something and Tara was in there. Is it, it's Tara, yeah. Tara Reed and she goes, and we're just kind of waiting, you know, because they're going to do our hair and makeup, I guess. I don't know. And she was like, oh my God, Carson loves your song. Like she was like exposing him as like a total fanboy. Oh no. So, I just remember, and I mean, that was, that was cool. I mean, especially like as a teen, you're like, oh my gosh, Carson Daly likes my group. This is really cool. Yeah. Um, and Tara Reed's telling me, and this is like Van Wilder era Tara it was Reed. Weird. It was, yeah, it was Tara Reed. And then I think Carmen Electra was there. Oh my God. I, and they're all loving you. Well, yeah, but it's Hollywood. <laughs> sure. I mean, did you, I mean, at the time, you know what? Don't take, don't diminish what they said. Okay, let's okay, let's okay. just say. <laughs> that but, it was authentic. Exactly. Let's just say that what they said, they meant. Yeah. Let's just say it. Let's leave it at that. Uh, oh man. How exciting. And speaking of spring break yeah. and, and MTV and performing, uh, yeah. I'm going to get you out of here. Two, two last things. Uh, yeah. So when you would tour through Florida, what were those crowds like? And what did you grow to expect from a Florida crowd that you were performing for? And, you know, what kind of stuff did you, were you able to get into outside of the performance or, you know, if you had a down day? Oh my God. Um, okay. What do I remember about Florida specifically at that time? I don't remember a ton of difference in regards to crowd, but that's okay. probably just because I was a kid and completely not aware of anything. I would just 
went on. I did what I was supposed to do in a performance and I left. Mm -hmm. uh, our parents, you know, chaperoned us. But Oh, your um, parents were on tour with you? We always had a chaperone. Yeah, legally, cool. you always had to have at least one chaperone over the That's age good. of 25. So, um, so we always had that. And we also had a tutor on the road as well. So we had, we had adults with us at all times. Cool. And then all times. And then, uh, I don't know, I'm a weather nerd. See, this is how nerdy, this is my <laughs> nerd brain. This is my nerd brain. I didn't notice anything in regards to like crowd behavior or people. Or I liked the weather. I thought the weather, weather was wild and I loved okay. it. So when I was in Florida, I'm like, yeah, thunder and lightning and all this cool stuff. Like we don't get this in Southern California, right? Right. So I loved the weather. I fucking was terrified of your flying cockroaches down there. <laughs> yeah. That shit was off. Yeah. That, that shit was bad. I like that. I am not, I, that is like to me, my worst nightmare. And I've heard horrible things about how big they get. And they're called, are they called palmetto bugs Palm, or something? Palmetto bugs. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want those. Those particularly scare me because there's a greater chance that they'll end up in or around my mouth, you know? Have you or ever my had nose. one in or around your mouth? No, no. But like, I just, if something's flying and it's a bug, I'm like, you know, terrified. It's disgusting. So yeah. yeah, the bugs down there are not so great. That, that's what I remember about Florida. And in regards to like, did we do, like we, we didn't really, they really worked, worked, forced us. Like we were constantly, constantly working. Like maybe we'd have a day or two off. Really? So yeah. like you're touring through the summer and you're doing like what, like oh, 30 no, no. dates? Always doing something. Always really? promoting, always doing something. Multiple radio shows a day never we didn't oh, get yeah. a chance to really be kids so, at all so it was um yeah that don't you guys have an amphitheater down there that's like named after an, a vodka brand it's like super probably popular. okay yeah okay <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why i remember that theater specifically but it's an amphitheater somewhere in florida but um anyways that's really all i have my takeaway from florida yeah yeah it's, and then yeah. The orlando uh not Disney, but um, the other one. It uh, Adventure, Universal Studios? Universal Studios. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. You were, you were oh, man, the, so much of this show is about travel and thinking about other places. And for this era, what you're telling me is that you were essentially everywhere, but you couldn't really explore, maybe because of your age, but also because you're working constantly. Constantly, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was... Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really, I mean, and we were, yeah, we didn't get into trouble like that. Like, that's cool. We didn't, there wasn't any like real, which is great. But yeah, it was, um, there was other bands that did. <laughs> that did get into trouble? Um, yeah, especially a lot of the boy bands specifically. Yeah. I, I dated my first, I guess my first love was from um, uh, a boy band by the name of No Authority. And I remember- They when, sound like bad. They sound bad boys. They sound like bad boys. They were popular, I think, in Orange County only. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember when we met them. I mean, I don't even know how much older they were really from us. But I just remember when we met them, they, they were like, they would like party and stuff. And it was just so foreign. Right. Not how, anyways, but that's because, yeah, I dated- one of one of the one of the members for like two years so then you were thrown into this like boy band party 
and you were I like, just, what I is was partying? So aware of it. <laughs> he was he was big into partying, and I was like, I was like the Christian girl. I was like, don't go to a party. It's bad. Don't, <laughs> that's gonna be bad. I'm gonna change you. <laughs> well, oh God. Good boy. <laughs> Well, also you have, you know, if you have no experience doing, if you have no experience doing something, then you have no business doing it at a professional level. You know, if these guys were professionally partying and you know, <laughs> something terrible is going to happen. You know, that's why, that's why so many people that I talk to that are from uh, European countries or spend time in Europe, they're yeah. like, yeah, you know, we grow up with a relationship to alcohol. And then, you know, when we're of age, then, you know, it's less of like a boom, you know, it's right. less of like, a, oh my gosh, I've got to go crazy. It's like, right, oh, right. I've always been around. I've always been around this and I know how to act in some regard. Whereas Florida, I, you know, I didn't start drinking until I was 18 and okay. essentially I became really bad at it. <laughs> and I think I still am. I think I still am to this day. Okay. okay. It's nothing that I can't fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But, uh, Anyhow, less about me, uh, but <laughs> but I, I hear you. I hear you. And my gosh, what a what um what an interesting period of your life. Uh, so so San Clemente. Going back, our final segment. One last thing. One good thing. If I find myself in the OC or in San Clemente, okay. What's what's one thing that I should know about, or what's one thing I should do, and uh, should I base any of my decisions off of uh, the TV show The Real OC with Peter Gallagher? Oh my God. So it, I don't know how it is nowadays because in San Clemente, it's really like become like hoity toity. Like it used yeah. to just be like a cool beach town where it was just, yeah, it wasn't like now it's like basically a Newport beach. But I would say if you run into like an actual local or like a millennial <laughs> that grew up there before it is what it is now, like Talega. Okay. Talega? Okay. Talega was basically the start of the boom of San Clemente, like in, in my generation's eyes in, in, in San Clemente. It was basically like the first sort of like build out of like Lennar homes. Like it was just like uh -huh. a, just a cookie cutter and that's where all the rich people came in. That's but, a, a part of Orange County. It's called Talega. No, no, no. It's San Clemente. It's okay. in San Clemente, but it's an area big area towards not even near the ocean towards like inland like built that we're, we're super snobby about <laughs> <laughs> yeah inlanders so that's another thing too so there's there's a lot of things to kind of watch out for i think if you're from talega you're not really from san clemente if, if, you, <laughs> if you moved to san clemente and the first place you lived or was in Talega, you're not really from San Clemente. <laughs> so. so so stay away from Talega. Just don't just don't just don't hang out with anybody from there. <laughs> That's where your bad news uh pop boyfriend was from. <laughs> at, a, at a local at a local bar. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, funny. Also, do you take uh what was your response to seeing uh the real OC on TV? Oh my god, I there? actually auditioned for the OC. No way. Good. I auditioned, I think, for the main Blake character? Lively character? Or who was on OC. The OC is the one with the <laughs> girl with the red hair. What's her name? I thought red? it was I don't remember. I thought that was Not one Gossip Girl. You're thinking Gossip Girl. 
I am thinking Gossip Girl. Yeah. When I think the real OC, I think of like Peter Gallagher. Uh, who was in the cast? I'm trying to think of. It was. Uh, yeah, it was the OC, but I think isn't her name Mar- Mar- Marissa? Oh, uh, Lauren Conrad. Oh no, that was Laguna Beach. Oh, you're thinking of Laguna Beach. So no, the real what was what was the show with uh, Peter Gallagher? OC. That was the OC that the I OC. did audition for. Yes, okay. and I did not make it past the first audition. <laughs> Got it. Oh no. What happened? What you weren't authentic enough for them or oh, what? Well, apparently, yeah, I wasn't thin enough or something. I don't know. Yeah, it that was matter. the one Kelly Rowan, I think Adam Brody. Uh Adam Rachel, Brody. Bilson, Rachel Bilson was in that one. Yeah, but who was the main one? It was that one chick. Oh, Misha Barton. Yes, Misha Barton. That's the role. Yeah. That's that's the character I auditioned for was Misha Barton's character. Well, I think you dodged a bullet there. I think. I think. Uh, I think <laughs> you're you're better off in your current situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Melissa, thank you so much for making the time. Thanks. Really appreciate you coming on the program. And uh, yeah, uh, a, a, do you have any uh, plans to visit Florida anytime soon? Uh, has your son seen uh, Disney World, or do you have any family over there? Not yet. Not yet. No, okay. no plans as of yet, but hopefully once the pandemic is over, we can get to traveling. I'm, I'm actually going to be making new music soon. So oh, great. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully just doing some live shows around the country, around the world and stuff at some point is kind of one of my many goals. So dude, you and me both, all of us out there, man. Um, well, Melissa, thank you so much for making time. I appreciate it. Floridians, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.